we're going to introduce our lovely senior leader. Come on and prepare your hearts, prepare your minds for the word of God that's going to come forth today. Come on and bless the Lord as we receive her. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Bless God. Good to be in the land of the living. I was glad when they said unto me, come on, what were you glad of? Powerful God, living God, all-forgiving God, many-breasted one. The God when there ain't no way. Yes. He will make a way. If he's got to part rivers and streams, he will part rivers and streams for us. I know him to reset computers. I know him to change paperwork. I've known him to change mindsets of judges, police officers, high officials. Woo, do you know him? What do you know him for? And then what do you call him? Let's just take a moment. We got a few moments. Take a couple minutes just to worship. If you need to sit down, sit down. Don't let your aching legs or them pretty tight shoes hurt your feet. Just take a moment and worship him, whatever you call him. Just let him receive the sweet perfume from you this morning. Just forget about everybody else everything else concentrate on him and worship him come on this is your time to go behind the veil hallelujah come on some of us need that moment of peace connection and reconnection he's an on-time God even when I don't know what's best for me I can still hear his voice for direction. I heard Minister Ebony say, there's no gods beneath him. And I started to think, because he's in a lane all by himself. He's in a category all by himself. Nobody's beneath him. I don't care if you got a little G. If you're a little God made up God, something that we decide to follow because following his steps seemed too much for us. We didn't like what he was serving. So we came up with other religions and forms of religion and denied the very power thereof to change us. There's no gods beneath him, right? We used to always say all other gods are beneath him. There's no other gods beneath him. He's in category and lanes all by himself. Do you know him today? Do you know him today? Do you know him as a way maker? Do you know him as the ever-present God? Do you know him as Abba? Do you know him as Abba? I heard a great world preacher that I used to travel to different states 
to follow just to hear her teach single women who love God how to be a Christian and how to have relationship with him. And I followed her for years and years and years. And I remember one day she said at one of her conferences, I never knew God as Abba. I never knew him as father because I always had a father. And I had such a great relationship with my father that I never knew him as father. And I was so shocked to hear that after all these years, she never knew him as Abba. So sometimes when seasons change and people leave and those who must go on to their next high promotion in the heavens, there's a void in our life. He can even fill that place. Some of us can even call him friend. Isn't that powerful? To have King, God of the universe, God of all creation, such honor and reverence and still able to call him friend. Wow. And we don't dare disrespect him in friendship. Honor. I love you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I heard John say, whose shoes I'm not even worthy enough to buckle. I heard the woman at the well say, why are you even speaking to me? Is there anyone here that feels like, why did he choose me? That you still struggle with being good enough even for God who created you. How about the woman at the issue of blood? I did everything in the world and I spent all my money in the world and now I come in the church and I have nothing to give and yet I still believe you will heal me. Are you in here today? How about David? I'm just a mess. I've probably the biggest committer of sins written in the inspired book of God. And yet you realize that I was after your heart. Woo! The whole time. How about Rahab? She had other services that she offered to the men passing through her town. She had a little hole in the wall and she ran it like a brothel. And yet when she met the men of God, whew, She said, remember my name. And she tied that scarlet thread outside a brothel. Ooh. <laughs> Do y'all know who you serve? They remembered her name. And if you turn your Bible over to Hebrews, and you read about the hall of faith, guess who made it in? Rahab. Despise not small beginnings, my children, the Lord says, for I am with thee. 
despise not where you are right now, my children. I have not forgotten you. Every journey we've been on, the Holy Spirit says, God has been with you. Even the things and places that you would choose to forget, God said, no more shame. Lift up your head today because your help is here. The King of glory, he wants to come in. Lift up your heads. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift up your heads. Come on, eyes closed, heads lifted high. I'm proud to be a believer. Leah had a post. I'm a fan of the works of Jesus Christ. I'm paraphrasing it, and I wanted to add on to it, but not take away from her post. And more importantly, you are a daughter. You are a daughter. You are more than a fan. We don't have to stand by and look and ravish from a seat at a concert. Wow, look how Jesus is. We get to partake. We get to one day be a part of the cloud of witnesses. How awesome it is to partake with a king. Apostle Paul said, I'm the biggest sinner of all. He wants me. Wow. Who am I that you're so mindful of me? Ooh. Who am I? Come on, you're in his presence right now. You're in his presence right now. Use imagery, people of God. See yourself before him right now. Don't give him a gender or even a color. Just worship in his presence right now. Take out all of the American thoughts that we have of him and, and all of the ideologies that we have of him. Just worship him right there in imagery. Use your mind to worship him. You're being healed right now, says the Lord. I'm not only healing diseases and infirmities, but I'm healing those memories that haunt you, that cause you to self-sabotage and relive self-fulfilling prophecies, not prophecies that I've spoken over you, but fears that have become self-fulfilled by yourself. Because the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Change your heart matters today, says the Lord. Come on, heads lifted, eyes closed. Come on and worship him. What would you do if you were in his presence right now? Would you bow down and worship him? I bow down and worship you. Or would you dance in his presence? Would you dance in his presence? Or would you be like the woman who couldn't afford to go in CVS and buy perfume from behind the counter? But all the money that she had, she bought the most expensive oils and she poured it on, her, on his feet. Can you close your eyes and see yourself pouring out your most expensive? I was showing Bernard last night perfumes that are $325 and 
one that's $435. Could you imagine just taking that and pouring it all on his feet? If I bought it, I'd have to buy it through a firm. I'd have to make payments on it. So I'd still be paying on something that I poured out on his feet. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Come on, what are you doing in his presence? Are you pouring oil on his feet? Are you kissing his feet? Feet is such a place of humility. We don't want him to shake the dust off his feet that he came to us and we would not receive him. So he takes the dust from his feet and he shakes it and he walks away. Is that you today? Come on, what are you doing at his feet? What is your form of worship? How do you worship the King of Kings? How do you worship the King of Kings? Can you cry, Abba? Come on, church, let me hear that word. Mm-hmm. Can you cry, Abba? Come on, church, just a few minutes. We got baptism today. I just want to remind you about a couple of baptisms I don't want you to forget when you go down in water. It's the one that opens heaven for you. Water doesn't open heaven. It's an outward confession that I have been cleansed of unrighteousness and I am now a part of the family. Come on, Abba. Come on, church. Abba. Come on, church. Can you cry, Abba? Come on, church. Abba. Come on, one accord. Can you cry, Abba? Abba, can you cry, Abba, Abba, come on church, Abba, can you cry, Abba, maybe there was never a natural man for you to call dad or daddy, can you cry, but today opportunity is opened up for you to reach up to daddy, come on try that word, some of us never had a father to say, hey, dad, can I go with you to the store? Hey, dad, can I stay home with you today? I remember wanting to play hooky and saying to my father, dad, can I stay home with you today and don't tell mom? He's like, come on, get in the car with me. And I would hang out with my dad all day. Come on, y'all. Come on with me. Abba. up holy heads. Can you cry, Abba? Abba. Come on, church. I want to hear y'all more than Thomasina. Abba. Abba. Beautiful. Can you cry, Abba? Come on. Abba. Come on, New Testament choir. Can you cry, Abba? Abba. Can you cry, Abba? 
I'm going to ask you to do something that we couldn't do since COVID. If the person is open to it, I want you to ask if you can hold their hand, the person you're standing next to. And I want you to hold their hand. I want you to keep your eyes closed. And I want you to worship holding their hand. Come on, church. Abba. Come on, y'all at home with us. Come on, grab someone's hand in your house. They don't have to participate in this live streaming with you. Just grab their hand. Even if you have to leave in front of the computer or the TV to be with them. I don't care what he's doing or what she's doing. Go in the room where they are now. Just grab their hand and worship with us. Come on, church. Abba. Come on, let's send frankincense and myrrh up to heaven. Abba. Real good, musicians. Come on. Abba. As a father today, Abba, Father, Abba, Woo. Abba, come on, let the tears stream. Come on, that's your oil. Your tears is the oil. Come on and pour it at his feet. Abba.
He's my Abba. He's my Abba. He's my Abba. He's my Abba. He's my Abba. Never leaving me, never forsaking me. He's my Abba. You can't take him from me. What shall separate me from the love of God? He's my Abba. Depend 
just wrap your arms around them wrap your arms around them only if they want it only if they allow you and I want you to just say Abba don't say anything else just Abba tell them I'm calling daddy on you I'm calling daddy for you Abba 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 He's my Abba. Come on, take a moment and minister. Nothing you need to say to them right now. Angels are already ministering. Just say Abba. They'll know that language. They'll hear. We know what they're going to hear. My help is on the way. My help has arrived. We can interpret tongues. Abba. want y'all to walk through this altar and I'm only calling those who have not had the opportunity to call a natural man on earth father or dad if you have not I just want you to walk through here I just want to put some oil on you I want to cover you with Abba's anointing today
celebrate Father's Day <laughs> and make sure he yeah, and make sure we didn't forget him with the American Father's Day he wanted us to know I'm Alpha and Omega and I'm your father the blood test results are accurate I am your daddy
is our strong tower that we might find captivity in his presence. The kind of captivity that gives you strength, identification that gives you peace, the kind of captivity that puts his name upon your name, that gives you the identity you need in Christ. Hallelujah. My God, my God, y'all work today. Thank you, Jesus. I know that's right, Tom. Psalms 21 and 13 says, We praise you, Lord, for all your glorious power. With music and singing, we celebrate your mighty acts. Tell your neighbor this is the day that I call him Abba. Tell your other neighbor this is the day that you call him Abba. So today with singing and music, we bless Abba. when you know him as Abba. Come on, give me less than 15 minutes to give you this word. <laughs> See, Pastor Dita went in the back and got refreshed. Now she wants us to start all over again. Woo! What's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Who is he to you? Y'all sound good. Woo! Thank you, Lord. 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 Y'all going to the water today. Y'all going to the water today. My God, Ebony said, if you walk by that thing in the parking lot and wonder what we was doing, I want to say, if they wonder, then they need to probably get in. Hallelujah. Come on, I just want to lay some foundation. If you give me no more than 15 minutes, we'll be out in the water. Thank you, Lord. Today is the day of what the Hebrews call mikvah. It's a mikvah. Say it to your neighbor. It's a mikvah. It's a mikvah day, M-I-K-V-E-H. It's a day of mikvah. It's a day of baptism. See, because things had to be synonymous with, especially the way our country was, but also other geographic locations, some things had had to be altered in order to keep processes up, to keep doctrinal standards up, to keep ordinances up. By the way, baptism is an ordinance. That means it's a foundation of our faith. 
something that all churches must do and must do it as a new believer a new immersed believer symbolically and in front of people confessing I belong to Jesus this is Abba's day it's Abba's day hallelujah I want to remind the church especially for the new bodies that haven't been with us for years even though our Bibles call him John the Baptist John wasn't Baptist John was a follower of Yeshua Messiah he was the one who baptized so for memory's sake we called him John the Baptist so that our learning memories can retain information from the teachers that this is what he did I want to also go a little bit deeper to tell you that though his name was not John it's just a literal translation from Greek Septuagint Greek Hebrew to American you know we get talked about a lot because people say Jesus name wasn't Jesus but understand through the translation it's all right to call him Jesus John's had a full name and he was well known before Jesus showed up but when Jesus showed up he changed what the man was well known for John's name was Yochanan Ben Zechariah and if I was working my little bit of Hebrew I'd spit a little bit so that y'all really could hear the purpose of Zechariah Yochanan and he was the son of an ironic priest John didn't invent some new thing he didn't invent the Baptist church amen we're one even though we take different beliefs and different scriptures we're coming from the one book and one day we're going to get rid of all these denominations and just realize that we're one doesn't matter what portion you choose to amplify or emphasis on there's one word, one Bible, one baptism. He wasn't doing or inventing some new thing, but he was performing that which every Israelite was already familiar with. He was mikvahing Israelites <clears throat> in the Jordan River. Now, I can't go into that today because this isn't my time for Bible study. <clears throat> But if we were to take this piece right here and begin to work it, I would even let you know other places where he had done this at was also in the upper room. And when you read the text and you read such things as porch or colonnade, you will understand that it was literally cliffs built in mountains. And when the water would stream from the top of the mountain down, men specifically at that time together would mikvah in the waters and be cleansed and be washed it was hard for me once I understood this, this teaching from the rabbis that in order to be washed the water needs to run away from you so we understand today that our form of doing it is not any less because it is not the waters that cleanse us it is the name of Jesus that cleanses us. That even if I mikvah in muddy water, the name of Jesus has washed my sins. And not only does he wash our sins, he makes us 
whole. But thank God today, we've got clean, clear water. I think for the first time in all the years of us doing baptism, the water's not even freezing today. It's nice and warm. We've been in when it came literally just out of the spigot outside on a Sunday, filling it up while we're preaching and going outside and wondering who was going to get the heart disease first. And it didn't matter because once we got in that water and we saw the people believing that Christ, Peyton believed that she was going to have new skin when she came up. She believed in the baptism and all that was going to happen. And she said, Mima, I'm older now. I've done some different things. Can I do it again? I was taught you can only be baptized once. But according to the Hebrew scriptures, which is where we get our word from, baptism should happen more than once. I don't want to cause confusion in the house because I have to leave some of these statements. But hopefully I'll leave you hungry and wanting more. Every Israelite understood that Yochanan was doing in the Jordan. But those religious leaders could not understand why he was performing mikvahs outside of their authorized religious system. Scary enough, I do believe a day is coming when the government is going to try and monitor baptisms. So we've got to understand that it is going to depend completely upon the word that I have hid in my heart. Because if I can't be baptized in water, like the thieves on the cross didn't have time to get baptized in water, I can still confess, either from my tongue or in my mind, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I want to just drop today, because I'm all out of time, the six baptisms that you need to make sure you have, even after this one. This one, let's, for today's teaching, let's make this the the sixth baptism, not in any chronological order, just so that I don't have to teach it again. And these are baptisms that are necessary to grow. This confession of your faith or rededication of your faith that you have decided to do today is amazing. And don't let anyone take that from you. No religious confusions, no how one baptized in water, one baptized by the Spirit, one baptized in Paul's name, one baptized in Jesus' name. Do not be led into confusion because that is where the cleansing will not be real for you because this work with Christ is by faith. There's a doctrine of purification that comes from Acts 21 and 24. Don't know if I'm going to have time because I really want to keep to my promise. But if I give you the scriptures, you can at least read them at home in Jesus' presence. 21 and 24. Go with them to the temple and join them in the purification ceremony and pay for them to have their heads shaved. Then everyone will know that the rumors are all false and that you yourself observe the Jewish law. Now, we don't do it the way the Jews do it. We don't have to do it the way Apostle Paul was telling this particular group. This is a good topic. Leaders, if you write it down, we can break this down even further and clearer without having to rush in a Bible study setting where you can ask your questions and make sure you get a full understanding of the word because the Bible tells us to study 
and show thyself approved. You cannot just take a preached word on Sunday. You've got to go home and study this word. Check your preachers out. I don't mind it. Mikvah means running water. And it's generally something that you walk into. It's flowing water. And you have to be either completely submerged or completely drenched from your head down. Anybody see this happening in the showers going forward? Yes. Why not? Where do y'all hear from God the most? <laughs> we got them bathroom prophets in here, don't we? We got those car drive prophets where you hear God in the car. It's usually where he knows nobody else is going to be. Some of my best sermons came from the shower. Anybody know about that? And I'm like, I ain't got nowhere to write this down. You know I'm not going to remember it. When you're in the shower, everyone under the sound of my voice. That's a great time to repent. It's a reminder of the water that you were submerged in. And it's a washing. And I, I speak, Father, let this water be the waters of mikvah that's cleansing me from all unrighteousness, including my thoughts, my deeds, actions, subconscious and, and conscious actions and deeds done unto you. Forgive me. Refresh me. Wash me clean. I can't live this life without your presence. Hallelujah. So understanding that even in the Torah times, women who were on their cycle, they would often be considered unclean. And becoming clean didn't mean that they were off their cycle now. And it didn't mean that she was dirty. What it meant for, and I wish this world was set up where we could still do that, that when a woman is considered unclean, she's supposed to be resting and taking care of her body. She's not supposed to be driving around. She's not supposed to be at a job. I can't go there today. God help me. I'm losing my word already on time. You can't even, you, you, you shouldn't even use what our culture has us using on cycle. There's more cancer and uterine problems for us using these store-bought things when our body is supposed to come out and clean itself and we are to rest during the cleaning process. But here we go. Women's live and everybody was raw, raw, raw. A woman needs to rest and purify her body during that time. And if she's married, it's important that she do this during that time so that she can become clean and ready for her husband. Because God knows if you're married, he's been waiting and counting every day. <laughs> a woman can then go in herself and mikvah. It is not a one-time event. Because we all contact impurities environmentally and soulfully, and we need that fresh start. Are y'all all right? The baptism of repentance, Acts 1 and 5. Understanding that Yeshua never baptized anyone in water himself. Yochanan, the mikvah, John baptized with repentance and water and he said the one coming behind me will baptize with fire Acts 1 and 5 in my new living translation said John baptized with water but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit 
I pray for every single one of you, if you are not already filled with the Holy Spirit, that when you come up out of that water today, that it won't even take a few days. When you come out of that water today, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That is my prayer for y'all today. And if it doesn't happen when you come out of that water, seek God every day. I want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Because water doesn't keep you. You need the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you. And the evidence of it is speaking in tongues. And don't worry about how long it takes you to speak in tongues. Be ye therefore baptized. The next baptism is the identification baptism. Go with me to Matthew 28 and 18. Anybody else feel like getting baptized now? I'm ready to go in the water. One year, it was, matter of fact, I think it was a couple years, Pastor D. It got so rough in here, people were jumping in with their clothes on, y'all. They jumped in with their clothes on, and we didn't have enough towels for them. And they had to drive themselves home soaking wet. They didn't care about the water. The church floor was full of water. The outside was full of water. And then the more that jumped in with their clothes on, the more jumped in with their clothes on. I remember people getting on the phone and calling people and say, I just got baptized. And they said, well, why didn't I know? I jumped in with my clothes on. And literally, I forget who it was, somebody drove to the church and jumped in the water with their clothes on as well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 28 and 18, we're talking about the identification baptism. And the word says, Jesus came and told the disciples, I have been given complete authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands. So after baptism, y'all got to stay close because we have to continue to teach you the commands that I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Abba. Go with me to Acts 2 and 36. Acts 2 and 36. So let it be clearly known by everyone in Israel that God has made this Jewish <laughs> Jesus, whom you crucified to be both Lord and Messiah. I got to keep, nope, I'm sorry, I got to go. Oh, no, I'm right. Acts 2, 36, 38. Peter's words convicted them deeply, and they said to him and to the other apostles, brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, each of you must now turn from your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Do y'all understand that? Was Jesus alive in the human form man in this story in the book of Acts? He was not. So that's why we no longer hear baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And now that Jesus is now king. Now we baptize in the name of Jesus. Not because we're apostolic Christians and Jesus is the only name. We have biblical evidence and fact that now that he is reigning king supreme, we don't need to use all other names. All other names are sinking sand. Mary, my ancestors, Peter, Paul, 
We baptize in Jesus' name. And again, not because of denomination, but because of biblical truth. In the name of Jesus, you shall. This baptism is for identification. Disciples baptized in his name for their identification in him. Today, we baptize this great group of people into the identification of Jesus Christ himself. We are not Mikvia in the Pope's name, Martin Luther's name, Peter's name. Today it is the only name, and that name is what? Jesus. Uh-huh. So we have to get loose and shake loose from all this nonsense. All of these apostles were Jewish, but still needed to be mikvahs with John, according to John 4, 1 and 2. Write it down. You can look it up on your own time. And the book of Acts consistently teaches us in Jesus' name. Acts 8 and 16, for example, and Acts 10 and 48 commanded the household of Cornelius. And then write down Acts 19 and 5. Acts 8 and 12, if you go with me, you should be baptized in the Spirit. Do not get overwhelmed. Some of this has already happened to you and you're not aware of it. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit without the evidence of speaking in tongues and think that you're not filled with the presence. And you are. Sometimes tongues is a psychological issue. You don't believe in it, so therefore you hinder the fresh waters from flowing. He's Abba. Acts 8 and 12. But now... The people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. This eunuch in this text right here was holding a scroll. And at the time, thousands of years ago, this scroll was worth $50,000. And you wonder why they can't find a lot of the things that make Jesus real on this earth. Is it really, can they not find it? Or did somebody find it and decide to keep it? Come on. This document, it read, and it led many people as sheep to the slaughter. We have to be purified by Jesus through the Spirit into repentance. This scripture says Philip was even taken up by his baptism. Stephen was even stoned. <laughs> and the executionist, look how God does things, laid the coats at Shaul, Paul's feet, because Paul ordered it. Did Jesus go back and get Paul? Did he forget about Paul? Paul executed Stephen. And God said, oh, Stephen, you're mine now. I want somebody that's hardcore like that. But this is the thing we have to learn, people. We have to stop preaching Peter as the man who cut off the ear and know the Peter who preached the gospel. We keep making Peter this ear-chopping man, and he's upset with us. I heard from my ancestor. He ain't liking that we haven't begun to admonish him for the great works he did before Apostle Paul even showed up. There wouldn't be an Apostle Paul if there wasn't a Peter. Peter mounted platforms 
with his illiterate self. He couldn't speak, he couldn't spell, and he carried that gospel just the way he was. He didn't have insecurities or low self-esteem or a lack of confidence because when the anointing of God comes upon you, you become a new man. That's the word of God. And he prepared the way for an educated man. So some of us was indoctrinated by Peter. We still talk like the streets. And some came in through the intellectual studies of Apostle Paul. And ain't nothing wrong with either side of us. God wants it all. He wants to use all of us to reach the lost. The last one is the baptism of fire. And this is where I end, and I took more time than I asked for. My apologies. Matthew 3 and 11. Somebody say fire. fire. Come on, those being baptized. Let me hear you all alone say fire. Fire. Yeah, you getting baptized in fire. fire. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 3 and 11. I indeed baptize you with water. This water baptism today is for your repentance. And this repentance should be done in the name of Jesus Christ. But after that comes the mighty one. And this one whose shoes, none of us to this day, are worthy to bear or to strap. And he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. It also occurs in Luke 3 and 16. And he gives reference to the fiery trial of faith, which endures suffering, but purifies the faithful. Any faithful in here? Come on, we're faithful. Faithful doesn't mean perfect. It means as messed up as I am, I'm finishing this crossing line. I'm not giving up. I don't care what you say about me. I don't care what video you got of me. I don't care what conversation you recorded of me. I'm going to finish my race until the end. That's what it means. And then Mark 10 and 38 says, Jesus said to them, you don't know what you're asking for in this baptism. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering that I'm about to drink? They were arguing. They wanted to have that seat when Jesus was leaving them. If that ain't love. Apostle, I know you're real sick and you're about to be out of your position. Can I be an apostle? I would have looked at them and said, all these years. Where we're blessed at is that Jesus had to drink from the bitter cup of suffering. And all we need is a cross. The Bible says in the baptism of suffering, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross, and follow me, according to Matthew 16 and 24. I end this sermon today to admonish all of those who took the time to get in his presence, to take the time to hear about the baptisms that will come upon you. Some will be without tarrying, without work, and others may require conscious effort. For me, I had so much psychological warfare, I literally made a date. When my new believers class ended, that Tuesday at 7 o'clock, I kept that same appointment with myself and the Word in my room, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock, until I was able to speak in other tongues because I wanted to first believe it. I didn't believe it. 
I thought it was religious. I thought it was people who wanted attention in church because light was always shined on it. Whenever somebody spoke in tongue, everything went around them. Everybody froze and they bowed and then an interpreter came. So much emphasis was shined on them. I said, they just want attention. This stuff ain't real. I'll let them have it. I'm going to go my way with Jesus. And then Jesus said, try me. And I set that time up, that appointment time with him. Do not live this life without some time with him. Do not. And as you feel yourself growing more and wanting more and getting a thirst that the world can no longer give you a quenching for, you may have to leave people. You may have to forsake some others. But I promise you, this will be the best marriage you will ever have in your entire life. You are becoming the bridegroom of Christ today, and it doesn't have a gender. Stand to your feet. We celebrate y'all. We celebrate y'all. Come on. Prophet Lisa's going to come with instructions that will lead us out in the orders given under the pastors of the house. And we are going to celebrate this great people and this great day because of this great Lord, right? Somebody yell, Abba. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What an awesome teaching. What an awesome teaching. What an awesome teaching. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And as if we just go over just a few things, but it's already been mentioned, but we just want to reiterate it to you. Hallelujah. How we have two ordinances. One is communion and the other is baptism. Matthew 28 and 19 says, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. And he wants us to do it until he returns to baptize in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The baptism was instituted by Jesus Christ. And the reason the church baptized people in water is because this is exactly what Jesus Christ has told us to do after his resurrection. And before he returned to heaven, Jesus gave this command to his followers, go ye therefore and teach making disciples of all nations. Jesus said it and the church must obey it. They believed in Jesus as Lord and Savior in their life. And a public as you all, you believe in him as a public testimony of what you're doing. Each person, each one of you, identifying Jesus' death, identifying his burial, and identifying his resurrection. Hallelujah. We learn that water doesn't save us but believing in Jesus does glory to God hallelujah 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 glory be unto God thank you Jesus hallelujah when a person gets saved their body is prepared for the Holy Spirit to dwell and we are glad about it so let me introduce to all of you the candidates on today. And we're going to call you up. And as you call you up, come forth. Kamisha Jackson. Woo! Bianca Cruz. Kiara Sanchez. Destiny Grice. 
Rashad Brooks, George Mason, Gwyneth Douglas, Rhonda Johnson, Karen Jamison, Mike Tate, Damian Hardy, Carolyn Morgan, and Candy Oates. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And next, we're going to call the children. Samaya Robinson, Isis Martinez, Madison Rose, Rafael Ortiz, and Jade Smith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on up. The children to the front. Glory to God. Celebrate. Let's celebrate. Hallelujah to God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now we're going to proceed to the pool. I'm 
I'm going to the water to be baptized.